Welcome back to the True North Podcast. My name is James McKenzie, and I've got Ryan Moore with me today. What's up, Ryan? What's up, man? I'm happy to be here. We have a first time ever today. Ryan and I don't have a guest. We're just going to be talking with each other to you guys. Which we do all the time. Which we do all the time. Ryan has been saying lately, like, we should turn these mics on a lot more often with the conversations that we have because we're just so deep and intellectual and... Very spiritual. Oh my gosh. So many gifts for you guys. If you guys could just hear the just conversations we have. Golden nuggets all around. <laughs> golden nuggets of knowledge. Oh, we are just kidding. Well, sort of. There are some really good conversations, but... Today, we're doing something a little different. Um, Ryan and I kind of want to just sit down and share with you all what True North has looked like in 2023, Um, some of the stories that we've had, some of our strategies that we've had that we've seen uh, really good fruit from, but then also uh, we're going to kind of give you guys some insight on 2024 and how God uh, played such a huge role, obviously, in and what we're doing in 2024 so we're excited for that um but to get started ryan let's start with 2023 and what this year's looked like right yeah it's been kind of a kind of a whirlwind we've done a lot of base camps a lot of events yes um how many do we have on our schedule like overall over uh, overall events i think it was like 24 events or something yeah, because you've got base camps, ascents, summits, frontiers, galas, um, marriage retreats. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It so, is insane. It's been busy, but it's, it's been good. Yeah. God it's has shown good. up big time. Yeah, and it's been cool. It It's always cool to hear what God is doing um, through sort of the environments that we're setting up, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, – you know, God is still in the business of miracles, and He's still in the business of, of um, pursuing us, speaking to us, speaking to us, and um, healing us. You mm-hmm. know, healing our hearts, healing yeah. our souls. Yeah. Talk about what's been going on at your church, community church up in Guthrie. Like it's been incredible. Yeah. To see the impact uh, that True North has had on the men there. Speak to that a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's been a, a really, uh, neat thing to see, you know, um, I think that, that, uh, with a lot of churches, you know, you come in and you talk about, you know, this, this men's ministry and, and what the impact can, can be. And, and it's, it's kind of a, a hard thing to wrap your head around if you haven't experienced it or, or know anything about it really. Um, but the thing, one of the things I love about my church is the leadership is so kind of open handed mm-hmm. and that if you're feeling led to, to do something or, or, or called, um, they kind of, they're kind of like, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's see what, what role to play. Like if you see a gap, um, that needs to be filled, then, then congratulations. You just volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's kind of the thing, but, uh, but to, I think what is happening at community church, you know, we had a few guys that had been to camp and then had talked about it and the impact that it had made. And then a few guys came along with, it was kind of one of those things like you should come with me and got, got a few guys to go. And then there were some really, really life changing stories like, you know, addictions broken, just, uh, 
just more healing to, yeah. to be had through whether it's, you know, trauma, addiction, um, and just intimacy with the father. Yeah. And so that, that maybe wasn't being had before. And so, um, I think that, that then you come back and you talk about what you've experienced, you know, these guys came back to church and they're fired up and sharing their experience. And then, and then it just kind of is catching kind of like wildfire. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have, we have a huge group coming to this next camp, um, uh, here this weekend. Yeah. And, um, and a big part of that is guys sharing story, which is huge because no one can argue with story and what God's done, um, through an environment like this. Um, and it's going to be different for everybody. It's so hard to explain what base camp is and what God's going to do through base camp for you Mm -hmm. as an individual, because everybody needs something different. Yeah. And, but the fact of the matter is when you allow God a little bit of a space and, and you invite him in, he shows up in a big way. And so, and that's what's, that's what's happened for these guys. And so they're, they're talking about it and they're sharing it. And then the other big thing, uh, with the church in, in particular is that, you know, the leadership is totally on board. Yeah. I mean, they, they understand the life change that has happened. They've heard about it. They're excited about it and they're in support. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big thing to have an endorsement from your pastor saying, Hey, if you're a dude and, and you're in this church, like it would be a good idea for you to go to this thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, and then two, it's what some of the things that being, being born out of guys who have been to base camp. Um, and, and some of them have been to ascent now, but, um, is that sort of the men's community within the church has kind of, has kind of grown and it is, it is in process of being formed. Yeah. Um, and there's an effort to sort of figure out what it all looks like yeah. and, and maybe how to get guys plugged in, um, but I, I feel like the, the guys within the church are, are more connected to each other, especially yeah. the ones obviously that have been to, to the yeah. event, even if they haven't been to the same camp, it's that common experience like, Oh, you've been to base camp. I've been to base camp. Yeah. And it's kind of that camaraderie. Um, and it's, it's been powerful, man. Yeah. We talk about quite often, like why should a church be, supportive of sending their men to us and it's interesting because we've had experience where sometimes it seems like they don't necessarily want to hand the keys off to us Mm -hmm. to kind of take care of their men for the weekend but um truly our heart is to take these guys in for a weekend and give them space to to go back into their past and and hear from their father and and encounter jesus in those moments um but just Bring them back with a little more healing, a little more tools. And what I love about the the church I go to is uh, my lead pastor will tell you he's never he's never even been to base camp. Uh, he understands the the uh, what it's about, but he'll tell you right now he'll recommend anyone to go there because when he looks around at who all is serving and leading in the church it all started with these guys going to true North and realizing they had a, had a calling on their life and a purpose. Yep. And so now he's one of our biggest supporters because he sees the impact. And so if you attend a church where your leadership 
has doesn't know what true north is maybe share this exact podcast with them like share that hey our heart is just to support the local church we want to be a resource where you guys just send us send us your attenders and we'll bring we'll bring them back uh men that are just set on fire and ready to make an impact in your church so uh it's cool to hear that that's going on so much at community it's it's funny because often when I talk to pastors, it's there's a little bit of like, now what what is this thing and what's your intention here? But the fact of the matter is like we want to get this message to every man. Yep. You know, um, and we don't we're not we're not looking to run any particular men's ministry within a church. No. You know, but we are looking to resource those guys to be good leaders within their church Mm -hmm. so that they come back from camp Mm -hmm. and feel empowered. And like they have the, they're equipped knowing that they're equipped to step up and lead, whether that's in children's ministry or in men's ministry or couples ministry by sharing story and what God has done in their life. And then just, just being more open with their, with their walk yeah. in Christ. Cause the fact of the matter is you only have to be, you know, a step ahead of, of those that you're, you're mentoring, you yeah. know, and just be open with, mm-hmm. with what God's doing in your life and, and, and be willing to share it and, and God will work through that. Yeah. Yeah. I think for us as a ministry, this year has been, um, different than years past. Um, and we've we've really felt a call from God to take men deeper, like they they have this experience at base camp, and it's life changing. It's transformative. The language that's used is just a little different than what you hear on your typical Sunday morning. I mean, it is directed straight towards the heart of a man, and so it's going to sound a little bit different. And we realize that, or we feel like God is telling us like give more of that language to the men to help bring them in deeper they they need more right and so you guys have all heard on the podcast how we've brought in the frontier mm. um and, and how god really wanted to use that monthly gathering as a place for men to come and get the more get the get the deeper and so that's been really exciting this year mm-hmm. uh we've we have updated you guys on most podcasts if you're following like how each month is gone and but it's been incredible, really well attended. Um, I mean, he, he, healing has happened on a Monday night in central yeah. Oklahoma, uh, yeah. just in a couple hours. Like, God has just shown up every time. Um, I have a pretty cool story that's actually uh, from a guy that you know, but I, I won't share any names, but a guy that came to base camp for the first time last year um, and actually came to the Frontiers, and after one of our messages on, you know, the things that are kind of getting in the way of us hearing from God was kind of the topic, and it's our sin. And this guy had an opportunity to stand and confess that, hey, like, he's used tobacco as a comfort for many, many years. Like, I think it's over 40 years. Hmm. And he stood up and said, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. This has been a distraction. It's been something I've gone to instead of going to God. He's carried a can for forty over 40 years. Well, he comes back two months later to the frontier, and 
shares with us that, hey, uh, I haven't had a dip since. I got to go to church on a Sunday morning for the first time without a dip in my lip. And the first time I've sat in a pew ever without a dip in my lip. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, all of that because of just encountering God on a random Monday night. And so that's been cool. Yeah. Really cool. Like life, lifelong strongholds broken through that, through God just wanting to take men deeper and call them into a deeper lifestyle with him. So that was a cool story. Yeah. But what have you liked about the frontiers so far, Ryan? Man, I like that it's kind of a touch point between camps um, to to see the guys. Obviously, we've we've had a good a good turnout for mm-hmm. each one, um, but to kind of touch base with guys once a month is a is a special thing. It's kind of a reunion yeah. of sorts each month, um, and then at the same time we can we can share a message that's you know. Um, maybe a little different or what, I mean, the fun, the fun thing has been uh, praying through what God wants to share. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it's so, it's so faith building yeah. to see what God does with the message that right. we do share. And so that's been, that's been kind of a fun adventure. Yeah. I mean, it, cause it, it really has been an adventure cause we kind of, we kind of fret over it and, and like, well, well it's a we challenge. And then, yeah, because we're not a church. Like we haven't just sat and prepared messages week after week. Right. And, and we're not doing it every week, but we're having to do it once a month. Yeah. And man, it's like, it's intimidating. Yeah. Uh, but we know that God has just shown so much to the two of us. And yeah. we have a leadership team that is, is for the frontier as well. But he's, he's shown us all so yeah. much over the years and he's calling us to share that. And so it's been, it's been crazy, but yeah, it's been cool to see how God even uses our our flaws and failures to just move. Yeah, in incredible. Ways. I mean, a couple of times it's been a little messy and not what we we you know envisioned it, but um, but yeah, God still uses it. Yeah, and, and I I almost think that's a little bit of the charm. Yeah, like it's okay. We're we're kind of again open handed mm-hmm. with it and allowing allowing God to move. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and taking his lead. And so, yeah. um, for me, that's been real faith building yeah. to see like, ah, we did get it right. Even though I thought it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's been super cool. And then of course the stories, anytime we hear stories about what God's doing, mm-hmm. you know, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. So this year we've had, so that's the frontier continue considering joining us. We're actually going to meet next Monday night, October 9th. Um, be there if you can. It's it's so much fun. And and next week's message is actually about taking refuge in the love of God. Yeah. And it's a really good message. It's actually from John Eldridge. Uh, so I highly recommend coming to that because it's it's powerful and it is probably exactly what each one of you need to hear right now. Uh, to get your cup filled and. Uh, it'll be beautiful. Excited for that. Um, but back to base camps, you know, this year we've probably seen 30 baptisms. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just throwing a number out, like just kind of in my head. It feels like we've had probably about that many. I'm yeah. sure that's pretty close. Uh, heck we had the August one had 11 baptisms. All yeah, by itself. I was going to say just that one, that one camp yeah. had, had a lot. So yeah, I'd be surprised if it well, was just 30 and think about the different type. I can think about that group 
the different types of men that we had baptized there, right? So it's almost like the first round was this group of guys from the Salvation Army in Tulsa yeah. that were living in sober living house. Yep. And they they wanted to get baptized. There's probably three or four of them. Yeah. They got baptized. And then you transition from so guys that have had been living um right on the edge for a while to a young group of men from a local church that are 18, 19 years old. Yeah. Hearing this message. And getting baptized. Yeah. And baptizing each other. Yeah. And that being baptized cool. by their fathers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had we had several like father-son duos. And then, yeah. um, of course, a group from Salvation Army, um, Tulsa. And that was kind of a Jesus story, too, because it was like that venue, that particular venue, mm-hmm. maxes out. And it's kind of like a hard number. Yeah. And, and we prayed about that because they kind of reached out a little bit late and we were we were pretty much already full we didn't quite have enough room for the whole group and uh, prayed about it and and jesus was like go for it yeah and so we just we just planned to to find a spot for them and and uh and and then turned out you know they they were a lot of the ones that got baptized and then and then a couple of those guys out of that group got saved yeah and so that was huge yeah and you talk about just following god's lead yeah Letting it get a little messy, yep. you know, um, as far as, you know, on, on the back end. And probably mm-hmm. no one attending camp realized anything, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. But, uh, you know, for, for us operationally, it, those are the things we kind of worry about because we want everyone to have a great experience and nothing mm-hmm. to be a distraction. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it worked out, obviously. And then on top of that, such such fruit came out of it that we're actually able to see. And that's, that's not even mentioning, you know, the guys who are, who are sitting there maybe didn't make a decision to rededicate or get saved because mm-hmm. they're already saved or, or whatever, or get baptized. But just, just the shift in focus, you know, that trajectory of their walk with Jesus is, is forever different. Yeah. So cool. I mean, it's so hard to really pinpoint what comes out of a base camp for each man because it's always so different for each man mm-hmm. um but man just just healing purpose um brotherhood community yeah. you know freedom from sin yeah it's all just it, it's just we we'd have to we'd have to really sit down and have an incredible podcast for you guys to really describe it well <laughs> yeah that's why i always hesitate like it's 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 a it's a cool thing to be able to share. Like we had so many baptisms, so many salvations, but really we cannot get caught in those, caught up in those numbers Mm -hmm. at all because so much happens throughout the weekend and the hearts of the men sitting there. And, and often it's not the guy who gets baptized or not the guy who gets saved. It's someone who, who maybe has been saved all their life, but God just, just awakens something within him. And it may be something that we, we don't ever hear about. Yeah. Um, but often, and I love it when we do get to see it, but often we get to see it in the way that they step up and lead yeah. their church or lead in a men's group or, or whatever. I've got a cool story about that. Yeah. So um, I was in church uh, several months back, and uh, I got this prompting towards the end of the service. They asked the question if, you know, kind of the, raise your hand if, you know, everybody's keeping their eyes closed and all that stuff. 
Um, I wasn't because I like to look around during that. So sorry if that's you and, and I'm ruining your uh, being anonymous. But that's that's what I was doing. So I'm looking around and this this couple in front of us raised their hand that they were just could use prayer over it. Uh, the anxiety that they feel. And it's not really typical for at our church to to just go and put hands and, and really pray over people. But man, as soon as I saw their hands go up, it's like I, I just knew God was like, yep, that's you. You got this. And so I'm like, okay. And uh, service gets over. Um, I tell my wife, I lean over to her and I'm like, hey, I, I think we're supposed to go pray for this couple. And so we do. We go over to them. I said, hey, guys, I, this might seem strange because it's not really typical what happens. It's actually not very typical of myself to just go and pray for people um, like this at, at church, but uh, ask them if it was okay, if we could pray for them, and if there's anything that they could use prayer about. The wife had some things that, uh, just some stress with the kids and stuff that she could just use some prayer and support for. Um, and then the husband had just kind of some typical work stuff that he wanted prayer for nothing big and so i'm like okay like and i'm sitting there thinking to myself like okay god why why did you want me to pray for this couple specifically mm-hmm. and so i'm praying for them nothing special at all about my prayer like nothing <laughs> i'm sitting there waiting like okay god give me something like i'm hoping for something good today or good to to say to really help them and and it just was nice and uh, blessed them, went on and uh, didn't. I handed them a base, uh, the husband, a base camp card, told him what we did yeah. at base camp. And, you know, that was that. Uh, a week later on sat on the Saturday before the next Sunday, I get a text message and it's from this guy. And he said, Hey man, uh, I actually heard that you're James who works for true North um, through some guys in my men's group, and they said that you are absolutely the person I should should talk to about this. But when you asked if you could pray over me, I knew exactly what I needed prayer over, but I wasn't going to say it because my wife was standing right there, mm. and he was struggling with porn, yeah. and it had been a lo- almost a lifelong struggle. Wow. And this is a man that's probably in his early 40s, and he's been in church his whole life. He has all the head knowledge you'd ever need. Yeah. And he kind of made the agreement several years back that, hey, this porn thing is just something I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. Mm. And he had also made an agreement because early on in their marriage, one of their friends, a couple that was their friend, um, he had came out about a porn issue. And so this guy's wife said, hey, if you ever, you know, I just could not handle that if that ever happened to us. Oh, yeah. So he made the agreement then like, hey, I'll never tell her that I'm yeah. going through this. And so they're deep into their marriage years and years. And here we are standing on a Sunday morning and I'm asking for prayer. And he has to just tell me something surface level about his work. Mm-hmm. But then his men's community pushes him to reach out to me. And so he does. And we go and meet and have breakfast, talk about what he's going through. He's really ready to change. He's, he's going through counseling um, he's ready to talk to his wife about what's going on, but he's scared. Yeah. And I tell him about base camp. He goes to base camp in August and this dude has just been, he's completely changed. Um, 
there were things that he learned that weekend that he experienced. That's a better word because he learned yeah. so much in his life, right? Yeah. Through being a part of church, but he experienced and encountered the love of God and true hope for healing. Yeah. He broke the agreement that this was something that we, he was just always going to deal with. And he's been porn free for a couple months now. And now he is feeling called to lead conquer groups Yeah, to, to help other men get out of porn recovery. Yeah. And he's still doing really good today. And uh, he's just been so thankful. And it's just so cool how God brought that whole story together and um, and just used kind of men and men's community and base camp and all this to heal their marriage. And he has come out to his wife. Yeah. And uh, because of the community he had around him, mm-hmm. uh, they led them well through that. And, and he's been forgiven for it. And they are on the path towards healing. And it's just a beautiful story. Yeah. Well, you think, I mean, the enemy obviously was using, using fear, right. right. Of, of what the outcome would be, uh, to, to basically keep him in bondage. Yeah. And so the, but the community allowed him the courage. Yeah. Uh, to, to do what he needed to do. Yep. And now, and now he's completely different. Yep. Probably when you look at him, he's different. Yes. Right. Like very you much talk so. about joy. He's you very talk about excited. Something that steals your joy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It is a sin, you know, you need to shake. Yeah. But you you made the agreement like oh well I'll always deal with this yeah. like that's defeating yep you know yeah that's not God's plan nope yeah so that's that's just some of the exciting stuff that can come out of what the way God is using this ministry the way He's intervening is just is so cool yeah so cool and that's what we're so excited about Ryan tell talk about like our men's groups. And, and what we've been doing this year with them, where we're going uh, in the future. Yeah, so men's groups have kind of been all over the place. We have, of course, you know, whenever we're at base camp, kind of as we're wrapping base camp up, obviously we push community big time. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's one way to be taken out by the enemy, it's to try and do this thing alone. Yeah. You know, to do this life alone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and often that's what gets us in trouble in the first place is being isolated and then we're just vulnerable mm-hmm. to to uh be taken out and so um we push community big time but uh we've we've had men's groups throughout the years that are huge i mean my men's group has been life-saving you know that was yeah. the best thing i did after base camp was to get into a men's group and because it it made it it changed base camp from being sort of a mountaintop experience to something I could walk out daily. Yeah. And so uh, more of a lifestyle than just a one-time experience. And so, um, uh, so we've been kind of putting structure and trying to figure out how to, you know, disciple men well and help them get plugged in. And, and then not only just get plugged into community, but like if they feel led to lead a group, Often that's a that's there's a barrier there of like disqualification and you know maybe maybe not having um, sort of the, the studies or or whatever the sort of knowledge yeah. the scaffolding if mm-hmm. you will to lead a men's group well and so our intention this year and what we've been working on is kind of developing sort of a plan for guys who want to step up but to support them. Um, through, you know, we have partnerships with Authentic Manhood, uh, Right Now Media, uh, 
course, Conquer is a, is a big one uh, that we lead. And then we also have a, a group um, that we do called Fight Club, which is for, for men who are fighting for the marriage. And so, um, you know, our goal is to be in support um, and provide places for those dudes to get connected. Yeah. I would also say our prayer is that when you're listening to this, yes, we have True North groups available that you can join. Mm-hmm. And some of you are absolutely in the place that that's what you need. Yeah. You need to come and, and join. But I think one of our big prayers is that we can support you starting a group in your community. Yep. Because hey, we have men from all over this region. I mean, we've got Texas now, Oklahoma, yeah. Kansas, Kansas, Iowa. Yep. And like, like True North groups are great. But even if you're living in Edmond and there's a True North group in, you know, Mustang – like maybe you need to go to that to learn and receive for a while, but at a certain point you need to start a, a true North group in Edmond yeah. in the community that you're in, bring it to the church that you're in um, and just lead this lifestyle where you're planted already. Even if you feel like you're not planted, like mm-hmm. start with one guy. Yeah. Start with two guys. It, it doesn't, it can't be too small. Yeah. Something I encourage guys to do too. Like you can, you can have a group and, and, you know, whether they meet weekly or, or biweekly, biweekly is, is what my particular group does. And the cool thing about that is it, it leaves you an open week on the off week to, to maybe lead a group. Mm -hmm. So you can attend a group where you're not the leader and then you can lead a group on the off week. And so it allows you to, to sort of lead and be led yeah. Um, so you have the Paul and Timothy yeah. aspect of of a place where you can really be poured into, yeah. and then a place where you can pour out. And yeah. um, that's that's something I would suggest. Maybe there's you know you don't want to give up that your core body, and I would not suggest to do so. Like mm-hmm. you want to keep your core band of brothers, if you will, yeah. together and and be, stay plugged in there. But then ask yourself about like, where could I pour into some other guys? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a huge need. We have guys, you know, we see a lot of uh, new guys every year mm-hmm. and they're, they're reaching out and they're looking for community. And the more groups that we have, the more needs we can, we can yeah. meet. And so, um, so yeah, if you're, if you're feeling led at all, talk to us, yeah. reach out to us. And, um, and we've got like probably five years worth of content that we could share with you where you're just hitting the play button and you guys are just discussing. You're not having to like lead or teach anything. Yeah. We have that much content for you. So if you are consider if you feel called to lead, but you're worried about like, Oh, what do I have to say? Mm-hmm. Like, man, reach out to us, let us know. Yeah. And w- we've got the, the plans in place to help support you starting a group in your community. Yeah, definitely being a group leader is not about teaching or preaching Mm-mm. or being, being you know, having like all the answers even. Um, often it's just facilitating the conversation, being willing to sit in silence when it's awkward and then also to ask the uncomfortable questions yeah. and, and just keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a good group leader looks like. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, let's talk about giving for a second. So 
we do want to share with you, you know, we are a nonprofit men's ministry that we are completely crowdfunded. Um, the way we structure our events is we make them as cheap as possible, like to where we won't lose money, but we still will make it as easy for every man to come to as po- as possible. Yeah. And so we have gone through many strategies throughout the year. I mean, we have a gala that, that we do for fundraising. The gala this year was incredible. It was a record-setting year for us, a lot of support and beautiful. Um, we've done fundraising campaigns and stuff like that, but... At the end of the day, kind of what we want to share with everyone listening is like, if you were to sign up just to be a monthly giver at $20 a month, that would help support one guy going to camp this yeah. year to experience who knows what. Like these stories we just shared, like, is that not amazing what can happen just by one guy? going to camp and we have whole demographics of people that we're not reaching because of the price of our camps. And even though we make it as cheap as possible, like the food still has to be paid for the venue still has to be paid for the supplies and gas. Um, and so by you guys setting up a monthly giving, it can go so far. I think a lot of people look at it and like, ah, what's my $5 a month going to do for the organization or $10 a month? Like that's, yeah. that's pennies in the bucket. It's like, no, it's not. It, it's, it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And so if we had the, you know, 3000 men that 4,000 men, however many it's been now that have been to base camp, each given $5 a month, we'd be rocking and rolling and our scholarship fund would be incredible. Um, and so just consider that. I don't want to spend much more time on this because I know people get turned off at this subject, but we can't do it without you. Yeah, I mean, we're we're crowdfunded. Yep. And we do have we do have a dozen or so guys who have have stepped up and said, if there's a guy who needs to come to camp and doesn't have the money, I'll pay for him. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we do have those guys that obviously camp has impacted and they're willing to mm-hmm. to scholarship people um but our heart is to keep the cost low and get this message to everyone yeah. i mean it's the gospel yeah it's the gospel shared through movies and you know movie clips and fart jokes yeah and so <laughs> uh i mean it's it's a weekend with the guys yeah. but it's so so needed yeah um and so that's i mean that's our heart we need it we need it to get to every man yep yeah, so we know we're coming up to the end of the year, um, and that's usually when most nonprofits make a majority of their money. I mean, it's like 80%, and so we'd love to be added to any one of your lists of, of considerations um, for that. If, you've, if your life has been impacted by this, know that every dollar will go towards something really special, really special. So thank you guys for listening to that part. Um, let's jump into 2024. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about next year. Really excited. Um, Ryan and I had to take a lot of time to pray about next year. We really felt God intervening in a lot of things. Um, And it was hard because we kind of have a strategy, right? Like all these years of working together, we have a strategy of how we plan out the year. And we just were uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with some things, right? And 
and felt like God was really revealing things to us. And like we said earlier, earlier this year, he, he really showed what showed us that we need to be taking guys deeper, like discipleship and holding guys hands a little bit longer than we have been is really important to him. Mm -hmm. Taking care of the men that are already in our circle of care that have already experienced base camp is a big deal for him. And so that's where the frontier came in and this podcast came in and many other things that we want to do are coming into play. And so as we, sat with our schedule for next year and looked at yeah i'll never forget sitting there at the schedule and yeah it looked you know 20 2023 and the projected 2024 yeah we wrote it all we're, down on we're a right calendar next, we're right next to each other and it was like on paper it sounds awesome but sitting there looking at it it was like that's that's no good yeah. <laughs> like for what, you know, yeah. and it was like, what's that about? Yeah. And so that kind of, that kind of sp- spurred us to, to really invite Jesus into that more. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think we had done the thing and it, yeah. it felt like, well, yeah, that worked. Let's, yeah. let's steam, let's keep on rocking and rolling. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm thankful that God intervened yeah. because I'm really excited about this next year and what it means uh, for us to do, you know, what we can do outside of camp and, and taking guys deeper mm-hmm. and, and building up to each camp. Yeah. Um, so, well, we should probably talk about yeah. what the actual schedule is. Yeah. So, so what God kind of laid out for us was the idea of having a quarterly base camp. And now this is Oklahoma. So Oklahoma, we are going to do four base camps next year. Yeah. We're going to do February 1st through the 4th. April 18th through the 21st. And then we'll also do September and November. Um, we haven't gotten those exact weekends locked down yet, but we're, we're real close. Um, but all of those four camps will be at camp. Wow. And if, if you don't know, camp, wow is our largest camp. We will not sell out at camp. Wow. Um, they've got so many accommodations, so we don't have to worry about that, but going from, I think we did, eight Oklahoma base camps this year to cutting them in half. We really feel like we will be able to take care of each camp at just an excellent level that I'm excited about. Um, I'm really excited for the buildup of going into camp, uh, how we'll be able to take care of the guys that, that are going into camp better. Um, And then guys that are leaving camp, uh, we'll have so many more resources for them and, and touch points. And, uh, you know, this won't be just a mountaintop experience, which for a lot of men, it's not just a mountain. Like, no, they, no, no. like it's, it truly is transformational. But we have seen the mountaintop stuff where they get back and, you know, it's just back into the drudge of life. Yeah. Um, and our prayer is that we're going to, we're going to be able to help with that. And this schedule is going to really help with that. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be good. And it's going to allow us the space to, to really step in and, and do more discipleship. Yeah, with the frontier every single month has become a big deal for us. Um, and uh, we'll be able to do a, a, an advanced camp every quarter as well. So our prayer is that we'll have... Um, we do have the summit, which will be in March, and then we'll have um, 
ascent in May. And so hopefully in the fall, we'll also have two mm-hmm. advanced camps. We'll, we'll definitely have the ascent in the fall as well. Um, if the summit does well in the spring, we'll plan one for the fall. Yeah. Um, it's so kind of just still as many opportunities. It just looks a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and as an organization, how can we sit and talk about how we need to slow down and walk with God? And that's, that's the message we teach, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and treat our souls well, but then we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off because we've got, you know, 24 events in a year uh, and, and it's just nuts. And so, yeah, God led us to this. Um, and we're really, really excited about what he's going to do through the frontier next year, through base camps and, and how exciting those camps will be, uh, with all the energy going into them. Yeah. So anything else you're excited about for it? Uh, obviously God's leading in that direction. So I know he has a plan. Yeah. And so we have to trust that, yeah. you know, because on paper it's like, oh, man, that it feels, you know, at face value that we're taking a step back. Yeah. And somehow it's not as as good or successful or yeah. or that we're not growing. Because yeah. well, for the record, our yeah. attendance, we're on pace to this be the highest attended year we've had. Right. Right. So it's not so, about that. Yeah. And it can't be. I, I think that, you know, God's laid, laid it on my heart a lot. Like I cannot be tied to the outcome. Yeah. You know, my job is to be obedient Mm -hmm. and trust him Mm -hmm. for the results. And so, um, and, and yeah, I, I think it can feel, it can feel like we're taking a step back, but I'm anticipating God to move in a big way and to honor, um, our obedience in, in, uh, being able to, to love our men well and, and minister to them in a better way. And what that's looked, what that looked like for us is, like Ryan said, we looked at the calendars side by side, and we're just like, we're gonna, you know, this is a lot still. And then God led us to this quarterly idea, and we put that down on the calendar of what that looked like, and there was just this tremendous amount of peace, mm-hmm. and that's how you walk with God, like that's how you understand him him speaking to you in that moment so for your calendar next year if you're looking at 2024 how are you going to handle it like put it all down yeah if you don't have peace about it maybe maybe that's not where god's leading you yeah and i can i can attest that the the peace i had with the calendar that we ended up with compared to the peace i had before like there's just no doubt like god is excited about doing it this way. And so we will still have our Texas camps yep. that we'll have one in the spring, one in the fall. Yeah. And the summit will be at spring Valley ranch in the spring. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the ascent will be at circle M lodge. Yep. Um, and so you still have opportunities to experience those venues, uh, just at the advanced camps. Yeah. So we're really excited about it. Um, we've spent about twice as long talking about all this stuff than I thought we would. I thought this would be a nice short podcast, yeah. but, um, I think God had something to say yeah. about all this and I, I'm looking forward to it, Ryan. I'm glad I get to do it with you Likewise. and, um, yeah, looking forward to all 2024 has to offer us. Me too.
And the rest of this year, oh, the rest of this year, so we've got base camp this weekend, completely sold out. Like, yeah. do not try to come. <laughs> it's, it is sold <laughs> do, out. Do not walk up. We do not have a bet for you. Yeah, no will call. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we've got the Ascent in two weeks. we still got about 10 spots left for it. So hop on there, register for that. If you've, if you've never been, I promise you want, you want to be there. Um, and then November 9th through the 12th, we'll be at Camp Wow um for base camp we're expecting great things out of that one james hugo leading that camp which is really exciting and then also um the next weekend after that is the texas base camp that will be our last um last camp of the year. last camp of the year and we'll have the frontier coming up october 9th and then second monday after of every month after that so still a lot to do this year but it's yeah. exciting very good so all right You got anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay, good deal. Thank you all for sitting down with us, hearing kind of the inside thoughts of True North and and how things operate and work and and how we get to walk with God and how we figure things out. And so it's a lot of fun. Really appreciative for every single one of you uh, for joining us and look forward to seeing you guys again next week.